With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You are now rocking with the best. Welcome to Man Leads Radio via Coach, the Coach K Radio Network. You know how we do, which is also via original native entertainment. Like, there's layers to this. You know what I'm saying? You rocking with one love. That's the big, like, that's the love ship. Then you come in, you rocking with Coach Kair. I'm the captain. Then on the holodeck, we got Man Leads Radio. And all eyes are on manleadsradio.info right now. Please hashtag manleadsradio or just put www.manleadsradio in all of your social media brackets. You know, just everything that you got. Some of you should have that one place where you can go and just drop one in and just broadcast all of your Pinterest channel and your Twitter and your Square and all of that. Go do that for me right now. You can thank me later, but you can thank me right now, too, because I'm all about that life. You know why? Because tonight is going to be so amazing that if you don't, like, tell all your friends, they'll be like, oh, my God, how'd you get all this information? But I don't have it. And you'll be like, oh, I forgot, you know, I, I forgot to post it. So don't do that. Keep your friends in the loop. I know they may not be, uh, they may not be my friends. But, hey, keep them in the loop the best way you can, you know, and let them tune in to Zoom in. There's nothing wrong with sharing a little bit of love and sharing a little bit of information, especially with the topic that we're going to be dropping it on tonight because a lot of people are already wondering about this particular topic. And, oh, woo, I like stuff like this. I like being a little controversial, but at the same time, it's not controversial because I should say it's more taboo. It's more taboo, you know, and that's what it's talking about is would you date someone who makes less money than you? Now, this is a question not for men. No, 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 no. So we had a caller who came on uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know what, men, well, women – who." now make more money than men, and they also, uh, you know, they're more educated. He, he said a whole lot of stuff, and then at the end he said, they don't need us for anything but sex. I disagreed totally. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Are you a banana man or something? But, hey, that was his view and his opinion, and maybe that's how he rocks, but I don't particularly rock like that, so I've been saying, okay, cool. Let's have a show about this and see if this is actually true, and let's address it because there are some women. I, he got that from some women. He he may have this may have been reinforced 
from some guys that he hangs around at the barbershop or whatever, but he got that from some ladies or some, some, some ladies originated. I didn't say it was true. I didn't say it was false, but it is a, what I call a phenomenon. So please tune in to zoom in. I thank you for tuning in tonight. I'm getting ready to bring on the, I don't know. She's like the queen, you know, of this show, you know, the goddess, you know, she's also a fabulous mother. She's also the, only person to ever have a trilingual school for students in the United States, teaching them like three languages to, you know, like to the babies. And I'm all about the babies and I'm all about relationships. So, and she's fine too. So when I met her, I was just like, oh my goodness, you got all this going on? I want you on my show. Like, we got to help people. Uh, She speaks five languages herself. Her daughter speaks four, I think, three or four. So she's just an amazing teacher, and she has this book called the, called Man Leads. So you need to go to manleads.com and bookmark it. Bam, Man Leads, bookmark. And you can go to Square Up and just type in Man Leads, or you can type in her name, which I'm going to bring her in with big fanfare. Hope she takes her phone off mute. Make sure you put your hands together, because when you go over there and type this in, you're going to type in Man Leads Cut No, C-U-T-N-O. Row, C-U-T-N-O, row, row, cut, no. It's awesome, baby. Welcome to the show, row. How you doing tonight? Hi, I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm delightful. I'm blessed by the best and still too sexy to be stressed. You know, that's just how I do it. Can't help it. I can't okay. help it. I can't help it. Ow! Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> yes, this has been kind of like, you know, I need you. I need you to come in and have something to say about this particular topic right here because I'm just like, you know, there are men out here who are as passionate as the brother who even gave me this particular content. And, and you know, big shouts out to Michael from Chicago for even giving me the theme for the show tonight. Man, I, you know, I, I'm not going to say I couldn't have done it without you, but you were a big contributor to this whole show going down. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it when somebody gives me content like that. So, um, yes, this is going to be bananas. So first off, let me just ask, how was your week this week? How was, how you been doing since last week's show, which was bananas and off the chain too? I know. It was a good show. Busy, busy, busy. I am looking forward to the day where I'm not as busy, if that's possible. Oh, well, I just want to just put, well, keep looking forward to it. I ain't going to say forget about it. I just say you just keep right on looking forward to it because when you're doing the kind of work, <laughs> when you're doing the kind of work that you're doing, you're going to be busy for a while. You know what I'm saying? Especially, <laughs> when, especially when you have embraced, I mean, I mean, come on, man, you have embraced something with the magnitude that, potentially have got to change the face of America. I may not change the whole world, but definitely America and Americans who travel abroad. So that's like all of them, you know, and especially, well, yeah, men and women, because I think Man Leads is not just a book for men or just a book for women. The end of the title says it all. Everyone wins. Man Leads, Woman Follows, Everyone Wins. And we got to have guides out here and manuals, 
You know, you have a manual for tying your shoe. When you go to a job, changing a tire, buying a new car, you got manuals for it. So there hasn't been enough serious manuals with answers in them, not just joking around. We got tons of those. But I'm, I'm so happy that you have a manual that people can explore, purchase, get it on Kindle, put it in their bag, you know, take it everywhere they go, have a book club about it, all of that. In the barbershop, beauty salon, the colleges, the fraternities, sororities. I could go on and on and on, the lodges, yada, yada, yada. With the, with the, a project of this magnitude, honey, like I said, just keep on hoping that you get a day off sometime soon. <laughs> I don't think people realize that it's actual a practical manual before they get get it, you know. Oh, well, me being a martial artist and having a com like a whole lot of manuals myself that my teacher, you know, passed down to us and emphasized studying studying outside of class. As soon as I picked it up and started flipping through the first five or six pages, it just feels and gives off the energy of a manual, you know, an instruction guide. And I've been using it ever since I got it. And um, mm-hmm. I'm having some ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not the guy, you know, on this, but I don't mind practicing. And it has opened up. Some marvelous, marvelous discussions. <laughs> it has opened up some marvelous discussions, you know, um, in my in my surroundings. I'll, 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 I'll just say it like that. In my surroundings, it has definitely opened up some things. Like in my personal relationships, all of my clients are talking about it. All of them. They're just like, what, what, what? Do I need to get it? Do I need to get it? And I was like, Yeah, you need to get it. And like, you need to hurry up and get it too. So yeah, this 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 is a fun one right here. This is this is this is a really fun fun city. And then I love it because it's not hard for me to come in and pick a topic. You know what I'm saying? Like this topic comes straight out of there. I don't even know if there's a particular page or section on this, but we can go mm-hmm. through the book. I'm sure and, like, pull out the pieces that we need. That's why I got the author on the line. So we can pull out and, you know, here are the pieces that we need to put that together. Maybe the Man Leads 2 book, which I'm pretty sure is going to be in the work soon when they ask you to do the movie, you know, you know, the movie, hint, hint, the movie, hint, hint, speaking into the universe, hint, hint. Um, yeah. Got to do the movie. Got to do gotta, the movie. Got to do the movie, baby. <laughs> Got to do the movie, baby. We need, a, we need a fundraiser. We need a fundraiser just for the movie. Uh, okay, hold on. I guess, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna just give y'all a little tip. You know, like after the show, me and Ro talk. She don't even know what I got in store for her because she's been so busy today. I had some things happen this weekend that's gonna make her go into shock and awe. So, um, honey bunny, I just want to let you know that after the show tonight. I'm going to just drop something in your lap. That's all I'm going to say. As a leader. (laughs) As a leader. You're going to be like, what? And you look, speaking, it's going to be funny to hear somebody who speaks five and will just start to stutter. Be like, whoa, 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 what you say? (laughs) Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. So look, let's get into the juiciness of, um, let's get into the juiciness of of what we got going on tonight. Uh, my face is like really big on the YouTube. 
If somebody wants to check us out on YouTube, you can go to CoachKyer.com. I'm broadcasting live right there, and I do leave it up all week. So I don't have the green screen behind me. I'm from another secluded location that you don't need to know where I'm at. I could be in Mexico for all that matters. Um, Tonight's topic all about what if the woman makes more. Like a lot of questions come out of that. Like, would you date someone who makes less money than you? Like that's a lot. That that's a question that um, when the female stars, like actresses or people, women in the industry, you put them um, on TV and you ask them that question: Would you date someone who makes less money than you, or is not, or would you date someone who's not in the industry? Um, and these are the same women that in the book you speak of as being like. Um, people who really facilitate and make it look like men are expendable and they don't need them to lead because, you know, I got a reality show now, so I'm making my own money, so what do I need the man to lead me for? And and then if he doesn't make as much money as me, then do I really have to respect him like that? So what do you think, you know, initially just about the subject of, and I got some ladies who I asked to call in tonight too, so I want to go in this like prelim with that. Like if you already know what what you got to comment about this, 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089 and press one. I know some of y'all is like, yo, I got something to say. So we're looking for y'all to come on in, give us your feedback. But Ro, what's your feedback first? You know, what do you think about this topic as a whole of women saying, well, I make more than him, so I'm the leader. What do you think about that? I think that it is just generally a sad state when we are more concerned with our own selves and even our singular relationships than our the security of our future generations. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're trying to say that a decision like that is going to impact future generations, and that that may be a slight oversight for some people or some women? A huge huge oversight. (laughs) Oh. I mean, you can't just go around thinking me, 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 me when you are trying to create a we or an all of us, you know, needs that are are choices that are based on the needs of your entire family, even the family that has not been born yet. So what really does it matter, in my opinion, um, about who's making what? Oh, Ro, you know I'm getting ready to do devil's advocate, like the backflip devil's advocate. So let me express some of the uh, things that have been shared with me and, you know, listening to some of these women. They say one of the things they say is, well, how can we have some type of future or lineage, or future generations, if he's not making at least as much money as I am, what does Rose say when she hears that? What does the amount, him making the same amount have to do with anything? Because that's what, that's what her girlfriend told her. <laughs> yeah, this is insane. It's like, he's not good enough for you? Just say that, if that's what you're, if that's what you're getting at. You know, they, I think that a lot of women are suffering from 
not wanting to appear materialistic, but that's an extremely shallow statement that has nothing to do with the integrity of a woman who's supposed to be nurturing a family. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, she's already licking off shots already. You said that's you said that's very materialistic when a woman says, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to marry money because I've been broke my whole life, so I ain't going to keep being broke, so I'm going to marry somebody with a lot of money. I don't see it to be shallow to marry somebody with money if the intentions are um, that you are marrying off the person also because you love them and you think that it's a good choice and match for your family. But if you feel that having somebody match you financially or fit into your lifestyle based on their finances in any way, and you're basing a lot of things on that, you are selling yourself. And I'm pretty sure that prostitution is illegal and slavery was abolished in 1865. Rose. Stop tripping. You know good and well that people still want to own in relationships. My this, my that, till death do us part. We don't own each other. I say that every week. Every week I post something or another referring to the fact that we don't own each other. Nobody owns us, and we don't own the other person. It's never going to work. It's not possible. Yes, but Ro, it's all over the reality shows, like basketball wives. <laughs> I mean, this let's just use... problem. I, I do want to add that this is a cultural problem. This is not how the rest of the world operates when it comes to marriages. This is pretty much an American phenomenon. And I think that the reason that we're still believing that our husband is, my husband is mine or my wife is mine is because that stems off of the fact that this whole country was built on the idea of property and ownership and slavery. But this is not, just because that's our history does not make it right. And it certainly is not the history of the rest of the world. There are lots of men who marry into families where women have more money. Lots of men. You can find this all over the world. You can find them in Iceland, India, Italy, Africa, all over the world. Women may choose a partner to marry who does not necessarily make or have as much money as they, they do or as their families do. But the leadership persists because women from other cultures understand clearly that men need to be the leader in order to protect them, the family, and the family lineage. So you don't agree with the caller from two weeks ago who says women don't need us to protect them. They just need us for sex. I completely disagree. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm very clear about what women need men for. And when I ask even a group of women, what they need a man for, almost nobody has a word. This is scary. We don't even know what we need a man for. 
But the truth is, you need a man for other men in society to even give you limited respect. You need a man for other men in society to see your value because they don't base it on what you present. They base a woman's value on the men in her life. You need a man for emotional protection. You need a man to raise a family properly. If you don't have a man to raise your family, the family is raised lopsided. Mm. You need a man to protect your home just eat, just by sitting in it. You need a man to protect your reputation. You need a man to protect your femininity. None of these things so far have anything to do with money. You need a man to protect you emotionally and physically. But you also do need a man to provide for you any way necessary to ensure the success of your future generation. Now, if that requires that this man is going to do financial planning or to find the best ways to invest or to find the best ways to make sure that the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren are secure with even the smallest amount of money that will grow by the time they're in their 30s, this is huge help to a family's lineage. It does not have to be that the money came directly from the man, but this type of protection and this type of providing is a form of masculine protection and providing. Another thing we need men for is to create boundaries and leadership. And no matter what women want to say, we all know it's true that we go around looking for leaders everywhere. We look for a leader when we're shopping. We need somebody to tell us how we look. We look for a leader when we're watching Oprah. Oprah's our leader for the hour. We look for a leader when we go to church. Those people are going to lead our thoughts and our emotions. These things are what we are supposed to have our man be doing for us, leading the family, because it's natural for a woman to look for leadership, but we have been taught to reject leadership from our man. The problem is, The moment you reject leadership in your man, your relationship is deteriorating. Okay, Paul. So you have to choose. We have to choose. Okay, 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 okay. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited because it's some points I wanted to put in that some women addressed in their commentary when I asked this question earlier today, and there's a lot written in between the lines that I want to point out because you're making some valid points, and without these women even calling in, they put their comments on here, and they should have known I was going to use them. A woman, a young woman says, people say it, well, here's my question first, because I don't want people to say, you're just throwing it out there. I said, ladies, if your man makes less money than you, Can he still be the leader in your family, or does it matter to you who makes the most in a marriage? And if you do currently make more than your spouse or have made more, how do you feel about being the majority breadwinner? Then I said, single ladies, will you consider marrying a man 
who makes less money than you, $30,000 or more difference. And then I said, all women, if he does make more, more money, does he get more leadership or control? If he makes less money, does he get less leadership and control? And I asked him to be bluntly honest. The young lady about an hour ago says, people say it doesn't matter, but when the situation arises and decisions need to be made about which steps you need to take with the money you have and one party doesn't agree with the other, remember that part right there, one party doesn't agree with the other, will the breadwinner use the trump card to take the advantage on the decision to be in their favor? Case by case, not really a one-answer-fits-all questions. That's reality. I want to bring attention to the part they said one party doesn't agree with the other. Will the breadwinner use the trump card to get the advantage on the decision to be in their favor? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Ro, I'm going out on the limb right now. Please stay, please stay, please stay my friend after I say this, okay? Don't do me like Steve. <laughs> Don't do me like they did Stephen A. Smith on ESPN and suspend him because he made a real comment, but we'll talk about that later. I want to say that it's a woman's fear that if she makes more money, it does give her an unspoken control, and then if the partner doesn't agree with her what she wants to buy, then she can pull the she can pull the trump card of well I make more money than you, which now which now belittles him, and it also makes the family become divisive. What do you have to and that's that's how I personally see that. What are your feelings on that? I am very clear on this. Providing is masculine is a masculine behavior. Period. Although women may need to provide sometimes, when we are providing, we are operating in masculine energy. We have to decide to turn that energy off. We have to decide if we're going to let our man have his place in that masculine energy. And we have to decide if we want money or a marriage. (laughs) <laughs> this is the bottom line. This is the bottom line. You want to so there's not going to be a situation where you have a strong, beautiful, masculine man in harmony with you at home, and you do not respect his decisions financially. If he has the fear in the back of his mind that his woman will play the trump card financially, he's not going to be able to operate well. The household is not going to be able to have harmony. It, uh, to be fully woman, to be in full feminine energy, would be to submit financially. Be oh. the man when you're, be in masculine energy when you're earning money if you have to. But you don't. But staying in masculine energy to dictate where the money is, where the money goes, one is going to have your man feeling like he's living with another man, and two is going to keep you in masculine space while he's fighting for the same masculine space. 
This almost has very little to do with money. This has more to do with the behavior surrounding money. And while we're on the subject, we need to all remember that we are probably not supposed to be spending it. Women love to spend money more than masculine, and I repeat, masculine men. There's a difference between a masculine man and a man who's not so masculine, and I will put it that way nicely. Right, right. Masculine men are not huge spenders. Spending is a feminine quality. We are good at choosing. This is a skill that we have with shopping. We are good at it, and we love to exercise this skill and sport. But we all know as women that we go far with spending. We all know this to be true. If you're honest with yourself, you will admit this. And if you're not honest with yourself, don't. But the (laughs) truth is, all women go far with spending. And spending $80 on your hair or a pair of shoes when your children's inheritance, college fund, or... Um, dental plan is not fully in order is disrespectful to your family lineage. It's disrespectful. And these are the things that men want to say all the time but don't generally have the words for them. You are disrespecting the family name, the family lineage, the success of the family with these $80, $300, $500 hairstyles, and crazy over-the-top outfits that cost too much, that shopping alone is, can be just as much of a problem as who makes what and who spends what and who decides to spend what. Um, and I do address that in the book also because it's a huge, huge issue for men especially. Um, so, yeah, I think that mostly women are trying to um, discuss and argue their way into the, uh, the ability to continue to shop as much as they want. That's what I think this really is about. <laughs> They're trying to hold on to the purse strings so they can, so, because they fear that they won't, so, so you mean that shopping equals control to a woman? Like I can go and spend as much money as I want to without having to answer anyone is control to a woman? No, we don't think it's control. We think shopping is freedom. American women, excuse me, let me be specific, American women. American, yeah, because if you look at women, I mean, you can look at all the women you want from like Central and South America. They really don't look like they've been shopping any time recently. <laughs> it's the American women who are out of control. We spend money that we don't even have into the, for the next 10 years. <laughs> I personally don't, but I, because I have learned that this is a problem. But most of us do, and we want to be able to exercise our right to shop, to buy things, 
to determine how much money we can use to shop. You know, there's this thing where we are sneaking into the house with shopping bags or hiding shopping bags in the in the trunk of the car. Mm. So here's my question, and I don't want to get too far off the topic. I'm going to go back because this is another topic for another show. But what in the world did you get married for if you got to hide things in the car? And if and, and if money's going to be this much of an issue and the control of the money is going to be this much of an issue, what did you get married for? Help me out as a man understanding what's the rationale for getting married then if you I mean because I have a client who who was making three times as much as her husband and they've been together for like 12 years and now she, now she wants to dictate some changes in the relationship and he's he's been I don't want to say reduced to but since he does most of the cooking and cleaning because she makes mm-hmm. most of the money now that she wants a change in the relationship um He's a little he's a little resistant, and I'm saying you know this is a pattern, and she said, knew that going in, she kind of picked him because she made more money than him. You know, can you speak on that? What is what's the rationale for getting married in the first place? Then I think that women are American women. Let's be clear here: American women get married so that they can appear to be desirable in society. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Say that again. Say that again. American women get married to appear to be desirable in our society. Appear to be desirable. Now, I was talking, I, I have talked about this in the case of the banana man syndrome, where you say that if the man is there, but he's miserable, but he's definitely, but he's not there uh, mentally, that he's really absent upstairs, the elevator's not going to the top, but mm-hmm. he's there to, like, just, you know, stand in sexually, but nothing else, and it's more like he's arm candy, or he's like a trophy husband, you know, like you said, but I, I, I had never put it into thinking that so she can appear desirable. But you know when when men talk about that, we say yeah she's just you know she's she's pimping because she got the man there and you know he's kind of like stranded inside an island you know what do you have to say about that? I think that men are projecting when they believe that women are keeping them around for sex. This is not what women keep men around for. This is not true. What women do not need to keep a man around if they for sex. Women can have sex with almost any man they want. Now, it, can a woman be accepted by any man? No. Can a woman be valuable enough to be married by any man? No. This is what how women value things. We want to, society to believe that we were valuable enough to marry, not valuable enough to have sex with. Whoa. We can have we can choose to have sex with a whole bunch of people. And especially if we agree that the door is gonna be closed or nobody's gonna find out, a lot of men will agree to have sex with any kind of woman. <laughs> 
we, you know, our choices are very wide when it comes to sex choices. But who will marry? You know, there are a lot of women who have very low self-esteem. And what they are aiming for is to be married so that other people will see that they are of value. Man, man, and man, healthy, man. It is normal for a woman to seek marriage in order to have security, in order to nurture and secure a family lineage. That's the normal reason. But American women mostly get married to appear desirable in society, respectable, um, good enough, quality, all of these things. No, very few American women care if people know that they are not having sex with their husbands. They don't care. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying that nowadays the norm, not everybody, but the majority, marriage equals appearance of desirability more than marriage equals union partnership lineage like in other cultures? Well, the men still want the union. The men of our society still seek marriage for union, partnership, and to build a family lineage. The problem is women in our society do not seek marriage for those same natural reasons. That's why it's easier for most women to say, I want to get married, I want to get married. (laughs) And men want to wait longer. Good men want to wait longer, and not-so-good men don't want to get married at all. <laughs> okay, so if you all missed the show last week, I was going to put in there so you don't start running off the, off the hill. Rose said it herself, a man will not marry you until he feels that he can support you emotionally and financially. So don't take what she just said and try to run off and say, well, Ro Cutno said on her show, Man Leads Radio, that da-da-da-da-da. Listen, we want to get married, but we ain't getting married until we feel that we can support you financially and emotionally, which moves to my my second point, Ro. Some of the men in the barbershop, I'm just going to speak for the men in the barbershop now. Some of the men in the barbershop who are listening to this show right now want to know, how can I take care of a woman who financially who makes more money than me? I make $60,000 a year. She makes $300,000 a year. How can I take care of her financially? Let me see how you're going to answer this, Ms. Roe Cutno. I am so happy to answer this question. The first thing I would like to say to men who feel like they um, have to find different ways to take care of a woman financially who makes more money than they do is please, please do not make, let yourself believe that sex is going to affect a woman the same way it's going to affect a man. Sex does not nurture women like it nurtures men. So you don't, we have a lot of talk with men going around saying, you know, you got to put it down in the bedroom. You got to put it up. No, no, no. Women put it down in the bedroom to nurture men. 
Women need emotional connection, emotional. When we feel like our man is truly leading us in a masculine way and giving us boundaries and safety where we can relax, that is a huge turn on. It is a huge sense of peace for women, even women who may not know this peace yet. And financial support from a man who does not make as much money as his woman needs to be first in the form of respect, mutual respect. And if his woman cannot respect him enough to relinquish control financially, there's going to be a problem. But men have to understand that they have the ability to be clear. A lot of men think that their behavior is going to speak to a woman. This is a very big mistake. The reason my voice is the way that it is right now is not because I prefer to talk like this. I'm talking like this right now on the radio because I know that this is the way that women listen. And when men are trying to be clear to women when it comes to their position of leading financially or otherwise, this is where verbal skill is incredibly important. You cannot behave, rely on your behavior and believe that your woman is going to see you cleaning and cooking and how nurturing you are and understand that your leadership is available or intact or in motion. You must tell her in a very stern voice. You must tell us. We don't hear it when a man goes, well, I ain't hearing that. Well, I don't like that. Well, you know, I don't, I don't really go for that. We don't hear that. Women don't hear that. We hear stern, I not doing that. This is how we respond because we're mostly verbal. But the problem is men are talking to women the way they want women to talk to them. And communication is all mixed up. It is very important to to explain to a woman on a very regular basis that you are here. I'm here for you. I am your leader. These words alone make a woman feel safe. And verbal skill in this way is something that all American men need to take back. I don't really think this was a problem in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. But now there's this kind of dance around important subjects. And we have to be clear that women are still women. Women still love and adore when a man takes charge in a gentle way. (laughs) Stern. Stern, stern and very clear, but still gentle. Well, I totally agree. I had a situation earlier today where 
we were having communications. And as soon as I got stern, and I even asked, I said, you want me to cut to the chase or you want the long version? And she said, cut to the chase. And I gave her the cut to the chase. And I had a, very, I had a smile in my voice. I had a smile in my tone, in my, in my, and I was smiling on my face. And I said something very, very direct and very, very manly because she was assuming that, you know, maybe we're going in, you know, the example she gave is like, well, if you're going in that direction, I'm going this direction, then what am I going to do? And I was like, you are a control freak, and what you can never go so far out of the way that I can't get control back in less than 24 hours. And she just started smiling. She was just like, what did you just say? I said, yeah. I said, I'm in control whether you know it or not. I know what's going uh-huh. on. And she was just like, wait a minute, I need to get a sip of water or something like that. And I was like, take your time. And she paused me. She was like, pause for a second. Just let me digest that. And everything after that just got so much smoother. Like you're saying, like, it it wasn't the fact of, you know, you got to, like, be goonish or be very physical or snatch them up and shake them down. A lot of men say, you got to shake them. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Your uh your words can just be very solid. And then she, and she said, oh, I like that confidence, which to me, I was like, I'm telling you a fact like water is wet. I'm not confident that water is wet. I'm just telling you that water is wet. Like what I'm telling you right now is something that I know for a fact. You know, I'm very sure about who I am, what I am, where we're at, what we're talking about, and all the possibilities, you know. And I wouldn't even be sitting here going through this and wanting to explain if I wasn't in control. And the problem is you want to be in too much of a control when you should just relax. I've created a safe space so you can have experiences, but there are really no problems here. You know what I'm saying? Like come outside of the bubble. I haven't created any problems for you. And I think that I see women a lot who who feel, like you said, problematic when they have to give up control, you know what I'm saying? And and I don't mean like cuz I don't want I don't want the kind of submission like to me like I don't I'm I'm not looking for a slave or a servant. And as you say and as I agree with, good healthy men are not looking for slave women. I'm going to repeat that. Good healthy men are not looking for slave women. You know, like do I like it if you make me a sandwich and bring it to me and ask me do I want a beer or lemonade? Absolutely, I love that, but I don't want no slave. You know, to me, that's just uh-huh. that's just that that's just nurturing. You know, um, but like, yeah, I'm totally totally getting what you're saying. But we do got to back up to the part where you said, like, I asked you about the comment that the young lady made, and then you went over to first off, the men have to realize that it's not about good sex in the bedroom. And women want emotional. So are you saying that to women, uh, good sex equals emotional connection versus what what men think is good sex is her having five orgasms before I have one? That's what most men, that's what women are telling us. Women are telling us, like, we didn't make this. These a lot of women are so masculine that they're not in touch with their feminine self. 
Mm. Okay, yeah, they are in masculine energy and they're having masculine sex. But to a feminine woman, sex is like a crook in your neck. You do not know how much pressure is going to be relieved by cracking your neck until you crack it. <laughs> can you, can you say that go, one? Oh, I needed that. You, you know, we go, oh, that feels good. I needed that, you know. <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with five orgasms. But the truth is that a feminine woman will be very likely to seek sex just for the cuddling after sex. Mm. Mm. Right, it right, is right. Emotional. It doesn't mean that she doesn't enjoy or desire or want sex. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that a feminine woman looks at views and wants sex for a different reason than a masculine woman does. And this is, we are not, feminine women are not mechanical. We don't have, you know, when it comes to sex, we're not trying to get to a point. We want to reach emotional connection. Wow. 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 Okay, ladies. Well, so for some of you ladies who are saying, okay, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to let ladies speak to lady. So, I have heard women tell me, Ro, I'm not making this up, that I've got to have it long and strong and a long time in order for me to reach that full body orgasm that I'm looking for. Masculine. You just, <laughs> masculine? Okay, listen. Sex is awesome. Sex is great. From a physical standpoint, there's a physical aspect. But when women are ignoring the fact that they are emotional creatures in order to have this physical, mechanical sex that comes to a certain point, that is in masculine energy. It is a woman's role in sex to bring the emotion to the man. It is a man's role in sex to bring the physical aspect to the woman. If both people are just bringing the physical aspect, nobody's bringing the emotion. Oh, hey, and I'm 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 with that fully, right? I, I this is the time for you to be more emotional than me. You know, sometimes you tell a woman, you say, "Yo, you're more emotional than me," or I say, "I'm not as emotional as you are." But you're right. In the bedroom, I can really feel that. I think you just up my sex game a little bit. I think I'm gonna be going there. <laughs> Looking for more of that. And a feminine woman, here's the best part. Oh, my goodness, here it goes. A feminine woman brings out a masculine man's emotion privately during, before, and and right after sex. And a masculine man brings out the physical aspect of sex to Mm -hmm. a feminine woman during, before, and after sex. But these things have to be shared back and forth. You can't just come with masculine sex and both people are claiming that they're heterosexual. Okay, okay, okay. So now you've laid the foundation for that. Now I need you to drop the other shoe and finish the question, which finish the answer to the question of 
how does a man come in whose partner makes three times as much money as he does, how does he come in and be the leader? He focuses on family lineage. When the wife and the husband agree that they are not just married for this one marriage and for a set of children, when everybody is in agreement that the purpose of a marriage is to continue to add, to add on to and then continue a family lineage, then his role is to find lots of different avenues financially to secure the family lineage. It doesn't matter whose money it came from, it's still going towards the children and the grandchildren. Wow, wow, wow. Men, stay focused on the lineage. Stay focused on the lineage. Don't get focused on who made the money. Focus on the lineage because that's where it goes back to. That's why I'm interpreting what you're saying is it's not even our money. It's our lineage's money. You know, it's it's our lineage's money. It's not your money or my money. It's the kids. And you, you know what? Because now, well, you know, I got a smart mouth. So if I hear someone coming in and talking like that, I, the first thing I'll say is, oh, you must be saving up for your divorce. You know, I mean, and why, here's my, I'm, and I, now Roe didn't say this, Coach Kair said this, why would you get into a marriage and then save up or try to keep a secret fund of money in case you all split up? You're not 100% committed. And when you do that, then you are, well, really the marriage is artificial anyway. To me, it's all really null and void in the first place. But if you go all in, you get all in results, like on a poker match. If you don't go all in, you can't win all in. What do you think about that, Ro? If you don't go all in, can you win all in? I think I have seen this in several different cultures, and I don't think it's the nature of a woman to not have some money hidden. I I am not here to try to go against nature. I'm always going to go with nature. In every culture, in every culture that I have witnessed, interviewed, or been a part of, women, with all respect, have money somewhere else. And I don't think this will ever be able to change because from the very instinct of a woman, we want to feel secure. When you look at Japanese culture, they call this, um, secret money. When you look at Black American culture, that's called um, uh, mad money, right? We have all of these different names for it, but almost every culture I have ever witnessed has women putting away putting money away to the side. I'm I'm not sure if, if it's going to be able to be stopped or if it's something that is just going to need to be accepted because that is the nature of a woman to want security. This is the reason why women get so upset when they think that their man is out with another woman. Not because 
of almost any other of the other reasons, but because we are from the instinct of who we are as women, worried about the security of our family unit. So, you know, when a woman gets married, when a woman gets engaged, she's supposed to have three months of salary on her finger. That's American tradition, however. (laughs) And that three months of salary on your finger in the form of a ring is for financial security. So this is, and that's rooted in history in one way or another, whether whether you're looking at a dowry that one family is going to pay in order for that, for, you know, the wife's family to have security if the, if the marriage fails or if the husband dies. You have to look at all of those things. But the, this happens all over the world in the form of a dowry or a wedding ring, uh, an engagement ring, or a um, um, a a large amount of cash even. And we look at it in Western cultures that these other cultures are, you know, paying for women. That's not the case. They're pay, giving money to the family in case they have to, be responsible for the woman again if the husband dies or if the husband leaves. So I yes. don't think women are going to. I don't think women are going to stop, and I don't see anything wrong with women having some money saved oh, off no, to the side. No, 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 no. I I agree totally. Like I saw the article, and 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 to be specific, it said the average Japanese woman that they polled had. Had twenty six to thirty five thousand dollars of U.S. equivalent to U.S. currency that their man knew nothing about, and I know, I know good and well as a man, if my boo is like, oh, I ain't mean for you to find that mailbox, and I'd be like, man, there's thirty five thousand dollars in here, I ain't know nothing about. I'm gonna be saying that out of excitement. I ain't gonna be upset. I'm gonna be like, my bad. Let me, I'm gonna slide it back up under there and try to dust my fingerprints off of it. That part I don't have a problem with, and like you said, I I go with nature too. But however or whatever, I got to say this. Okay, traditionally, yeah, put the rock on her finger in case, you know, he dies. I mean, yeah, he dies first. But we're not going to war anymore. I can understand, like, okay, I'm a warrior, so I better give you three you months. You can get hit by a car. No, 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 no. I'm saying, what if she dies first? I mean, that's what I'm talking about now. You know what I'm saying? Why is it that the man got to, why is it that we have to use man dying first in order to? Because, because man is the natural provider. That's never going to change, no matter how much money women think they have or how much money they, power women think they have. Man is the natural provider. If a woman is making more money than her man, her man still needs to provide something for the sake of security if all of her money gets blown away somewhere. Something, whether it's some land or a house or a ring or some insurance, there has to be something because women need to be able to rely on men to provide safety in this way. 
this is what I think a lot of women are referring to when they say, I don't, you know, I don't want a man who doesn't make as much money as me. I think that they just need to understand that there are a lot of ways for men to, to provide security for a woman and her family. And I think that women feel attracted to men who are able to provide security to her and her family and, her, and their children. But we need to understand that there are many ways of achieving this feeling and sense of security besides actual liquid money. There are many hey, ways. Hey, and a hey, lot of hey. it is I'm sorry. I'm with you. No, 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 no. I mean to cut you. I was just saying, hey, 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 I'm with you. I'm, please, please continue on. We do got, yeah, finish your thought because I got a couple. No, people I was just that. saying, you know, families, people, people are not taking into account. And, P, I don't think that a lot of us are giving men enough credit for how good men are genetically with money. And I'm not referring to boys, and I'm not referring to men who are not masculine. I'm referring to healthy, good men. And there are some things that men are good at and better at handling than most women. And even if a woman feels that she is better at handling money than her man, she's still going to decide if she's going to emasculate him enough to leave emotionally or physically, or if she's going to relinquish control of the finances. It's a decision that must be made in the beginning because a lot of marriages break up over money. Um, before I take the first caller, you know I'm a professional astrologer, and I have looked deeply into aspects. So it's hard to make blanket statements about all Aquariuses or all Tauruses or all Scorpios, just like it's hard to make blanket statements about all men. Because some men, I mean some women, got like a natural physical prowess that they could probably beat 90% of men. You know, they're like an exception to the rule. Um, but in some cases, some women are better financially. Like if you if you study the destiny card system, any of my callers that know about the destiny card system, if I was to marry a four diamonds woman, it wouldn't even make as a leader. I would want her to handle the money, whether I was making more or she made more, because a four diamonds is more responsible you know what I'm saying, for that. Now, some women aren't, you know, don't go as deep as that. So I had I had someone leave a comment on my page, and she says, um, she says, I saw my mother, what'd she say? My husband was raised in a household where his father brought home the paycheck and gave it to his wife to take care of things. So, and, she's, and then she says, um, in a previous comment, she says, Besides, he lets me take care of the finances either way. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that when she says, I like that, that's the clue that 
she can go shopping when she wants to because mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's going to go. As long as the lights stay on, food is the refrigerator, and, you know, the mortgage is paid and all those things are paid, he's not going to question or be looking at any receipts, you know, to say, what happened, to, you know, where this extra, I mean, this extra $900 go that night, you know, but, you know, he may be making a half a million dollars a year. So she, you know, she, in her mind, but I can't speak for her. I did ask her to call in, and hopefully she may be one of these callers. So yeah. I did ask a couple people. So let me go to the line. Um, uh-oh, my cousin, he, he, he put a question in the chat room. I'm going to get to him real fast. He says, how does a man who has money recognize or weave through the women who are just looking for money. Hmm. All women, all women are looking for money. <laughs> you said all women look for money. Uh, Cousin Tremaine, you heard what she said. She said all women are looking for money. Yeah, men need to stop trying to have themselves believe that there are women out there who are not trying to use them for money. What, we, what men need to do is to determine what women are trying to use them for money and also care about them. <laughs> because it is the nature of a woman to want to be provided for. Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> I hear you. I totally, hey, there's no argument there. So you want me to tell my cousin that... Stop thinking that he's going to find a woman who doesn't want him for his money. Yeah, that's not natural. Ah, that, so that if he finds one, nothing wrong with her, right? Right, right. If he finds one, she's just lying. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, Tremaine, you heard it here. Women, you know, women find strong men to be extremely attractive. And it does not necessarily need to be financially strong, but it is one of the three. You know, we want a man to be physically strong, intellectually strong, or financially strong. All of these strengths are attractive to us. But every single woman wants to be taken care of in order to have a sense of security. And this is why I think women who make, you know, $80,000 a year are saying that they want a man to make as much as them. Mostly I think it's because of instinct to want a man to be able to take care of them, not understanding that there are several other ways to get this feeling that we are looking for. I'm I'm totally cool with that. I'm going to say this before the first caller comes on and somebody's going to jump on me, I'm sure. But I think that, yes, if a woman says I make $80,000 a year and I want, another, I want a man to make at least $80,000 a year or more so I can be taken care of, Kair and all men will accept that. But... If she says, so I can continue living the lifestyle that I'm used to living, you need to make as much money as I am. And she doesn't. Yes, yes. Because now 
right. Like I may be looking at some of your financial habits and like, yo, look at what you, I can't afford your financial, your financial problems and your financial mismanagements. So if you want me to make as much money as you, so you can keep messing up the church's money, then that's what I have a problem with. And I think most men have a problem with, but if a woman comes to me and says, I make this much a year and I want you to make this much a year because so we can have a lineage, a stronger lineage, I'm cool with that. And I think that every man wants to and has a possibility, if your book is followed closely, to easily mm-hmm. make more money than his woman is making. I wanted to make that mm-hmm. point early on, but it took me this long to set y'all up for that. If you follow the man's lead book, I don't care if you do come in, brothers, making $20,000 a year, and she's making 300000 if you all do the tag team right, the magic will cause you to easily go to a half a million because she's a, she's a magnet. I say this all the time. And wrote and what I sent you in the book I'm working on, how do I describe the men and the women? The man is the electricity and the woman is the magnet. The magnet doesn't oh. have to the magnet doesn't have to come out from behind the door to attract something. The magnet can be inside the house and still attract things to the house through the husband. That's why right. I love But also I, love I want so to much. add that a according to my research, which is also included in the book a feminine woman her needs to understand that her duty is to support her man's goals and dreams. So See? if she's making a whole bunch of money and he's not, guess what he has? Goals and dreams that need support. And if she wants to be a good wife, she's going to need to relinquish some of her money to his goals and dreams. That's what she's supposed to do. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I heard you correctly. If she makes much more money than her man and it stays that way, she's not relinquishing money to help support his goals and dreams, and she is supposed to? She's supposed to? to. Every masculine man has a plan. All men have, masculine men have a plan and a goal that needs support from their woman. If a woman does not find ways to support her husband, I'm not talking about boyfriends, I'm talking about husbands. If you cannot support your husband's goals and dreams, he has no need for you. Uh-oh. What, 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 wait, 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 wait. One of the keys keys to creating a great man is to be supportive of his goals and dreams. Every single single man who has reached greatness has a woman, his wife, who is supportive of his goals and dreams. A man cannot reach optimal success without a woman who supports his goals and dreams. And this does not necessarily need to come in the form of money. 
But if you have it and you're withholding it, then it's obvious that you do not support your husband's goals and dreams. Mm. Well, well, you know, some woman is like, well, me, the man is trying to use me for my money. He's just trying to use me. And the last man that I trusted and surrounded to support his dreams, he almost ruined me. No, that's not a man. You got to be clear as to which one is a man and which is not. And to be uh, another thing to be clear about is, if he's your husband, first of all, he's not just any old man. You know, these are husband privileges, and I will say this again: you do not husband privileges to a boyfriend. You said that last week. You said it very clearly. Let's get to the let's let's get to the call lines. These people, the lines, they, they lighten up out here. Caller from the 951-374. Welcome to Man Leads Radio with Ro Cutno, author of Man Leads and Coach Kyer. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Good evening, Coach. Good evening, Ro. This is Ben from uh, Big Ben from California. How are you guys Hi, doing tonight? You? I'm doing well. Man, Coach, I'm on the standing eight right now because she's been hitting us with combos left and right. <laughs> and it's just amazing. I'm I'm seeing like how many times is Ro gonna drop the mic? I mean, she's just making statements like she can drop the mic right now. You know, <laughs> it's, just, it's just so prolific. I mean, and the the aspect as I'm listening to this call, and it's on so many different levels. And one of the things, as far as Western culture is concerned, I I, I appreciate the fact that you guys are bringing history in there and the fact that how things are changing. Um, and at different stages, what we want and what we need to do mm-hmm. and required. Everybody's aware of the Cinderella story. That's a fairy tale. But in essence, in Western society, we in essence believe that that is what real life's going to be like, and that's not, that's not the truth. Uh, a, a king is not just going to give everything up to a woman who is um, not his par or who not in essence make him uh, greater and enhance his kingdom. And as far as, you know, the topic at hand, Coach, you're right. A lot of women in this society are making more money, and they don't understand why they're in the workforce and how that's changed the family and the lineage and the output, which is generation upon generation. When you become a leader, there's a responsibility of making choices, taking the, um, the information from the family and making the decision, not knowing if it's going to be right or wrong, but in essence, making the, the choice and being responsible for that decision, right or wrong, and then having your family have that trust within you to mm-hmm. give you that give you that responsibility. And when you have that as a man, you in essence are empowered, and in essence, you are less stressed because, like you said, Coach, last week, if if you 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 have all these ideas, and then you ran them by everybody else, and then your your woman says, "Baby, it's going to be okay. I believe in you." That's like a shot of adrenaline. It's kind of like my girl believes in me or my woman believes in me. I don't care. I'm, 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 I'm invincible now. I'm going to continue, go out here. And from a, from a historical standpoint, that's why men went out there and hunted and brought food back to the family, took on the elements, went to war, right. you know, all these different things. And these are the, these are the aspects that are being manipulated and like you said, we're very much manipulated in the media. And I can even go back to um, a comedy show that everybody's very, very much aware, aware, aware of 
I Love Lucy and how she used to spend money and Ricky used to come in there and be like, hey, no, you can't do this. And then you had the other ones, which was Fred and Ethel, who in essence she knew, but she was a sidekick. And right. it was kind of like that, that, that dynamic and how influential that was in that time period. And then that became the blueprint for things now. There are no strong men on television. And like you said, through their tone, telling them and sticking with that, I am not in agreement with that, and I will not do that. And if you want to be with me, you will rethink your plan and come to me with a better proposition because this right. is a team effort. And like you said, men twist that and think they have to be physical to get their point across. And that right. just makes me even t- ten times worse. And unfortunately, and, and the last point is a lot of women haven't had that from their fathers and a lot of men haven't had that, that example from their fathers, so they look to the media and emulate what they think is correct instead of going in and studying and understanding what your book illustrates, the mm-hmm. things that are important. Understand, Coach, like you said, a woman's physiology. What makes her a woman? It's her, her female DNA, her essence, and what she feels more comfortable in. That's why she was come to this earth in, in the female form. And the same thing for a man. When those two are complementing one another, it is a, such a, a dynamic um, special event that, in essence, like you say, Ro, it, it's not even spoken, but it's felt amongst the room when two people have admiration for one another and they have understanding for one another. The unfortunate thing is we don't see that often, and even if we see it, we don't really recognize it. And we're kind of like, and Western culture is like, oh, no, that, that can't be true. Mm-hmm. They're, putting on the, they're putting it on the show. And instead of asking, how can I get what you guys have, please let me invite you to dinner. Let me invite you and your husband to dinner. And, <laughs> so let, let's, let's, have, let's have a talk. Because, and that's, that's what an uncle, would do to a, an uncle and an aunt would do to a young couple. Come over there after their wedding and talk to them and, because it's the family and the lineage and understanding what works. Not the fairy tale aspect, but the aspect that says, hey, there's a certain things your husband's going to expect from you because you're his woman. There's certain things uh, your woman's going to expect you because you're her man. You might not like it. You're going to have these frustrations. But it's my job as an elder to tell you these. You go through them, come back, and we, in essence, make, make it work. And the thing is, we are in a situation too much where we don't make it work in the sense that men are, there's only 24 hours a day, and women have, have opportunities to work just like men. But the thing is, the, the product that we're producing is not in the same mold of 50 years ago. It's kind of like the craftsman. He, he built something that would just last the test of time. We, can't, we don't even have that same craftsmanship in relationships. That you're right, man. A couple generations ago. You're right, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta get ready to move on to another call. I do want Ro to uh, to respond or at least reply on what she thinks about what you said, but I definitely appreciate you for calling in. Sorry, man, Coach. Well, Ro, I wanted to add. Are you there? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, I'm I here. wanted to add that, you know, there is another component which we all can be encouraged by, 
when we fall in love, there is a piece, a very small little cavity in our brains that gives us these endorphins that most of us have when we initially fall in love. And those endorphins usually die off, and and we believe that this, you know, um, lackadaisical feeling that comes after that dies off is a natural response to a long-term relationship. But scientifically, when there is a cooperation between a woman and and a man, that little cavity in your brain that sent all of those endorphins to you continuously stays um, active, literally meaning that cooperation between a man and a woman keeps harmony to, in the relationship to such a degree that they feel adoration towards each other in a long-term situation. Now, this couple definitely does have to be attracted to each other. They have to have, you know, good chemistry. But once you're past that, scientifically, if there is cooperation between a man and a woman, that harmony alone creates a response of further and long-term adoration that we that um, Ben was describing. Mm, long-term adoration. That's the opposite of disposable relationships, everybody. Long-term admiration is the opposite of your disposable. Reality shows ain't real. That's my comment on that. Got to get to the next caller. Thank you, thank you, Big Ben. I'll holler at you later. All right, Coach. Thank All you. Right, have a good night. You too. And I want to say that Big Ben is in the Moon Magic program this month, bro, and his goal is surrounding leadership as a man and stepping his game up. And a lot of the ladies – their goals are around more being more feminine too. So big shouts out to my whole Moon Magic crew who's listening in tonight as well. I love it. My ladies say they tired of that. They say they tired of suffering. They tired it. They want to go back to being soft. They see the benefit in it. Okay, from the five zero five three four zero. Your mic is wide open. Thanks for joining Man Leads Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, Neil. And, um, yeah, good show, listening to the show, interesting points. And uh, I had a question, or maybe one or both of you guys could answer. Uh, what, is your, what is your guys' take on uh, polygamy? You, uh, I, oh, I don't study polygamy. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That's it. Ro does not talk about stuff she doesn't know about. <laughs> Okay, so 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 Ro, you gonna let me handle this one, or you gonna let me comment on this one? Yeah, you know I don't study polygamy. What I study is long-term relationships between a man and a woman through generations. Now, obviously, I'm not referring to polygamy or the lack of polygamy. I didn't study polygamy, so you can maybe you know. Feel free to answer this question, but it's not relevant to our topic either. I feel it's very relevant because in the community of polyamorous and polygamy, the the men are such weak leaders today in 2014. And I can say that because I got my eye on it. I got my finger on the pulse roll 
and the leadership is so weak and whack, and those and their relationships are falling apart. So my view, to keep it in content with the show that we're having tonight, is that men who are non-Muslims, shoot, men who are Muslims for that matter, any man that's practicing polygamy, 90% of them are practicing it for the wrong reason because Ro just told you that women aren't there for you to put it down in the bedroom. They're looking for an emotional connection. And if, if you don't know that in the first place, you can't be an efficient leader and you can't focus on lineage if you focused on satisfying your sexual appetite. And now I'm going to talk, talk to the men in a second row. She said that some women marry so it can appear that they are desirable. Some men want to say, I'm in a polygamous relationship for one or two reasons. One, I got sexual prowess. They think that's mm-hmm. hot. I got two women in mm-hmm. sexual prowess. And then the second one is, here's the one they don't talk about, Ro. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. I couldn't stay in a monogamous relationship, so I ran from it and came over here because I think this is the way for me. And you really chumped out. Because if you can't do monogamy right, you sure enough can't do more than one woman right. Let me hold on. Let me give myself a round of applause. Hold on. Let me let me let me give myself a shout out. Hold on. And listen, I don't necessarily practice polygamy, but I believe in it. I believe in it. I do believe in it because as an astrologer, some people are made for, to be polygamous and, poly, and polyamorous. Some are not. I've seen Rose chart. She ain't built like that, period. But I know another woman who's built like that and who's like being tormented in a monogamous relationship because she's not being able to be honest with herself and her partner, and she's in a situation that's very uncomfortable, and she lied in the first place to get into it. So Rose book for polygamous and monogamous couples because the energy and the instincts are still the same. Women in a, poly, in a women in a polygamous relationship where you're sharing one man, where there's more than where there's, where there's two or more women, you, and you don't know that your man operates instinct first, thought second, you in trouble. It's for all women. It's for all. Her book is for all women in all situations. Even though it is her research is from. Even though she says my, my research is from monogamous women, I say her research is from happy couples. She's for happy couples. And so polygamous male and female relationships, I do think that men need to go over to squareup.com and Google, uh, I mean, search engine, row cut, no meetings, and get the book immediately. Neil, if you want to be more effective, in your relationships, period, you need the book, plain and simple, because there's going to be so many things. See, you can't set your woman straight if you don't know what straight is yourself. There's too many men going into polygamous relationships that don't even know the energy of women. Rose giving up all the tools. You listening in tonight, I know that you got at least 10, 15 jewels that you can use immediately. But the one thing that we haven't even discussed is Men, you got to man up and be honest in your conversations up front about what you want. 
And don't get into polygamy if you are a runner. If you want me to look in your chart and tell you if it's real or not, then go to coachkastrology.info and schedule an appointment. Now, I'll look up your chart. Really, you can just look and see where your Venus is at, but it's still going to take you at least a year to understand it. I've been studying this for like five years. It's called Cosmic Connection. So if you want to know whether monogamy or uh, polygamy is in your birth chart, if you're into astrology like I am and you want to know, then hit me up and I'll help you. But don't go in there blind because I'm either wanting it for, to, to prove I'm a man and I got strong sexual prowess because most women will start faking orgasms and faking, what is that role? They start faking um, affection. They start trying to uh-huh. fake affection. And, it, and and then you just got a mess. You just, you know, you just, you just wasting time. So that's my view um, from what I know about all poly relationships and monogamous relationships. So, you know, do what's best for you, big bro, but I highly suggest that you get the book. All right, will do. Yes, and I was just asking, you know, like you said, I agree with you, you know, uh, we have to look into a chart and see what somebody's destiny is like, and it's not for everybody, but I was just asking because I hadn't heard about it and I heard about, you know, studying the cultures all over the world and stuff, so I just wanted to know the take on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, y'all. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Neil, for listening, Big Bro. Appreciate that. And can I get you to post a link on your Facebook or on your Twitter or Instagram for us? Can I get you to hit me with a hashtag, Man Leads Radio, or I'm listening to ManLeadsRadio.info for the for, for you know brother to brother. We're looking for these listeners, man. We're trying to get this word out here. Gotcha. All, All right. Appreciate that. Thank thanks you. a lot. It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true. Caller from the 314-314-814. Your microphone is wide open. Can you give me your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, this is Rebecca from St. Louis. Oh, there go Rebecca and that voice again. I know that voice. Anyway. (laughs) Rebecca. Hello, how are you all today? Ro, Ro, you got to tell me. Ro, you better tell I'm her stop that. apologizing for being sexy. Tell her that's not that's not an apologizable offense. <laughs> that's a shame. You are a shame. Hey, I have a I have a um first of all, once more thank you so much for this show. Um, of course you all are hitting great points. Um, the guy that just um, that I, that you all are just spoken to, he uh, addressed uh polygamy or whatever. Um, I have been in a polygamous situation, um for about about a year and a half, and um, of course we're we're not together anymore. But the the reason um, the situation had um, had um, stopped or whatever is because of lack of support, you know. Um, and then um, my supposed sister wife or whatever she. She and I were really, really good friends. I had no problem with that, but she would always complain that he wasn't supporting her monetarily. And mm-hmm. I w- I'm sorry. Oh, I just think it's interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. And right. And he wasn't supporting her monetarily, but then and there are two households their household, but then there was this household. But then 
I was looking for support monetarily also because my bills weren't getting paid over here. I couldn't understand that because I'm like, okay, she's coming to me complaining to me about that. And, you know, I wouldn't approach him that in a nasty way or anything. I was her sister, first and foremost, no matter, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yet and still, he wasn't taking care of this over here, but I wouldn't bombard her with that. But then eventually, when things weren't taken care of over here, and, it, you know, it spiraled down, and it, I think it goes back to what you were saying, Kair. You can't play house if you don't know house. You can't play as if you're the head if you don't know how to merely lead in a monogamous situation, you know. So he couldn't take care of us monetarily, but then, you know, we both have children by him. We were, um, I have a son by him and then she has a son by him, and they're five months apart. So there was no problem, you know, as far as that was concerned. It was just monetarily. We equate money with, you know, him with support, with love, with with the ability to secure us. But he just couldn't get it. So then now were you, I'm sorry. Were, I'm sorry, were you married were you married to this man? It wasn't a, well no. So it wasn't a, she, he was he's sovereign. So no and she I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to just I just wanted to hold on, hold on before you say something, Ro, because Ro's getting ready to go into the same vein. She's hearing my, she's hearing my thoughts right now. Do it. Come on. Pussy. All Pussy. right. Pussy. 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, Ro. Hold on before you go in. Polyg- you weren't in a polygamous relationship. There's polygamy, which is marriage, and then there's polyamory. You were in a polyamorous ma- in a relationship, which once again, is playing house when you call polyamory polygamy. And you were giving a man, as Rose says, don't do, you was giving a boyfriend husband privileges. Y'all was like test driving the car. And then, okay, I, I feel you on test driving the car, but but it, right. it wasn't a marriage. So get ready for what Rose getting ready to say because she's getting ready to, I know she's getting ready to come on in. She's like, well, were y'all married? And then, and then you said no, so I already know where she, here, here she comes. I am very sorry to have to tell this to women in 2014. And I know this one sounds very strange, but you cannot have sex with a man and expect him to give you respect as his wife before you are his wife. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's not going to take place if you want sex and you want a commitment, you may have to choose these with two different men, sister. Mm-hmm. Maybe that needs to be a secret, but you may have to do this with two different men. If sex is something that you cannot go without until you get the commitment that you want from a particular man, you may have to be in a relationship with two men, but you can't have sex with the man who you want a committed relationship with and expect him to treat you as a wife before you're a wife. You know what the situation with that is? Because I've I've tried that. But both want, I've 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 gotten into a situation where 
the one that, you know, the side or whatever, he had feelings and then the other one, none, and it was just too confusing. So I just left the whole situation alone and I'm... Because yeah, it, it gets too confusing, and it's to the point yeah, now you know it's what? like I need we'll, to learn. Mm-hmm. When we know better, we do better. So let's just yeah. all clear it all up right now. Dating is just dating. It's not marriage. It's not an engagement. We, when we, if, if a woman were to say to a man in 2020, you know what? I see a future with you. And I want to be married before we have sex. The, the good man will not leave. He may have to have sex with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that's right. Get that breath out. Get that breath out. Also, let me say this again. Mm-hmm. What she said about some women get married because it makes them seem desirable. Some women get boyfriends so they can seem desirable too. That's the, What do you think the playing house is? I got a girl, I got a boyfriend, so it makes me seem like I'm desirable. You know, somebody wants me because I got a boyfriend. And then you hold on to them through crazy situations. You don't have to do that. And we're going to probably do a show, too, about shame. I get so sick and tired of women, especially black women, being ashamed to have sex with more than one man at a time when you're not married. If you're not married, then nobody should be checking your coochie to be like, how many women that you having sex with? First off, who do, how can they know? How can they know? What kind of men are you choosing that are running their mouth? Some women, right. some women, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Like you said, if the man does it before he's married, he's called a stud. If the woman's done it, then she's called all kind of names. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the past. So I'm telling you, get out of the shame business. Don't don't be ashamed and don't shame other people. Don't hang around people who shame people. You know what I'm saying? You're messing with a man and then y'all ain't married and he ain't put no ring on it and then he finds out you're having sex with somebody else. And he started trying to call you names, delete his number. You was messing with a clown. You made a mistake. Hey, we, hey, we all fall down. It ain't what happens is how you respond to it. You know what I'm saying? So get the four agreements at the, um, along with Rose Book, Man Lead, and don't take none of that crap personally. What you got to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. please remember that, you know, for women, negotiation time is everything before marriage. But for men, negotiation time is everything before sex. Okay, so let me ask you. Say that again. Hold on. Say that one more time, Ro. For women, the negotiation window is everything before marriage. But for men, the negotiation window is everything before sex. Okay, gotcha. But then let me ask you this. But then, like, what if you've been in a situation? What about those women who've been in situations, and I'm sure a lot of us have been there, where they were just like completely sexually dissatisfied for so many times and all of this stuff. Okay, what if she, is it is it fair for a woman to feel like, okay, or to say, okay, well, you know, we're good in or whatever, then, hey, I want to go on and, you know, check and see, you know, if I'll be satisfied in that way. 
and then we're going to proceed forward or forward or we'll discontinue or whatever. Not to necessarily say it in those, in those many in that many words, but those words rather. But do you follow what I'm saying? Is that fair? Or should that be done? I mean, just as long as all of the steps are in the right order, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we're going to, you know, we're, if, if, he, if we sit down together, you know, it's not a month, we're not a month in, we're like nine, ten, eleven months in or whatever, and we're at the point where, you know, we haven't, you know, we haven't done anything, we haven't been together sexually or whatever, intimately. We get to the point where it's like, okay, you know, I, she's been dissatisfied so many times prior. She wants to make sure that no matter what, before she takes the next step, she wants to make sure that she's sexually satisfied with this guy. She's satisfied so far. She wants to make sure that this next step is going to be the definite step. Is it fair for her to come to him and say, hey, you know, I guess talk to him about it. Is that, is that fair? Control freak alert, control freak alert, control freak no, alert. No, no. <laughs> okay, I get it. My fault. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Cause hey, I gotta no, get no, the, the truth I is got, the truth. I got to get to the next caller, but, I mean, that's just cutting to the chase, you know. So, okay. Ro, if you want to comment on that, because we got about 15 minutes and I got two more callers in the queue. But, you know, give me something short. Ro? What did you say? Oh, no, I said she was asking, she was saying that, that the friend girl was trying to make sure that the sex was okay before she proceeded further in the relationship because she's been in relationships that weren't sexually fulfilling before. So she had to make sure, she had to make sure the sex was right before she went further on in the relationship. No, get engaged first. <laughs> Ro be pushing that envelope, yo. Go ahead, Ro. Ro be pushing that envelope. She ain't, on the she ain't playing no games. It's awesome, baby! <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca, for we cannot, tuning in. We cannot win a man with sex. You don't get a man with sex. You keep a man with sex. Okay. Ow. Ow. You keep a man with sex. Going on Facebook right now. Yeah, or you can put put that in the room for me too, Rebecca. All right. Thank you, honey, for calling in. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good one. Thank you. See you next week. And please post on your page because we got 15 minutes and they need to tune in to it. Manleadsradio.info. Next caller from the 678-365. This brother right here has been in the chat from uh, this is Black Manhood Lessons. You know, come on in here, Black Manhood Lessons. Where you calling from tonight? Uh, finally, Q has returned to the show. Um, what's going on, Coach? And uh, to to lovely role, uh, the words are beautiful. I think that uh, sisters and males need to hear it. Uh, I reached out to you on the Facebook. Hopefully, we'll do business someday in the future. Um, I want to make a statement. I'm going to ask Ro a question about the book. You know, the unfortunate thing is you, Coach, me, Ro, other people like us, we came to this epiphany. The world operates harshly toward people who make mistakes. And everybody's going to make mistakes, but choose not to make mistakes if you can. 
when we live in this gray area and we try to rationalize what we know ain't working, and then we frustrate ourselves. We basically, like Ice-T said back in the day, we play in ourselves. But at the same time, we don't want to admit that we play in ourselves. So when I hear these things about what about polygamy and what about this, let's talk about Rose Book. Rose Book is saying basically this, stop with the excuses. Stop with the in-between double mindset. Do what you know is beneficial for you because, and I think Rose might agree with this, you don't go to your boss with all this indecision. When you go to interview to try to get that job, you don't go with all this indecision. When your boss asks you how can you help the company, you're not indecisive. So why are you indecisive in these things that you know for the most part are right or wrong? So you guys may disagree, but that's how I look at that. Um, When I deal with dude, I I love how there's a dancing aspect on the front of the cover because I just started doing salsa and bachata. So I realized that, in that form of dance, you're trying to see what the next move is so you don't spin your partner into another couple and what have you. And I think men do need to have a vision. I think men do need to figure out what they try to do. And as Roe has said eloquently, the lady adds to whatever that is, irregardless of how much money she's making. So now i got to ask you a puzzling question, Roe. So in this book, the way it's, it's, it's talking to the reader. If the reader runs into a situation where they have critiqued themselves, they have done some of the things in the book that you suggest, how do you feel about even after reading your book if the reader decides to keep trying to push this square peg in this round hole? Can you um, elaborate? elaborate. What, I mean is, what I mean is by, by, by what you're saying in your book, which I take it, uh, I just picked it up through Lulu, so I haven't even read it yet, but I did pick it up. I support it. Um, in, that, in that your book is doing a lot of absolutes. So if the reader reads your book, but they still feel in between, they still feel like they haven't uh, uh, adhered to what you're trying to share. Uh, just out of curiosity, what would you say then to the reader after reading your book and feeling like, well, it's not working for me, Ro? What, what do you, what do you, what would you say in that aftermath? I've not had that experience. If the person that they are trying to make it work with is um, healthy. <clears throat> Bam. (laughs) Yo, that's it. That's so simple. Roby keeping it to the point. She was like, yo, they're not healthy. If the book is not working, then the person is not healthy. Like, that's an absolute. Like, I'm with that. Because she's only talking about instincts. She ain't talking about, you know, uh, cosmic science. She ain't talking about, you know, uh, eighth place method or cosmophysics. She's just talking about regular instincts. So I think she's... I think she's a wizard at just being very observant and noticing that. So, yeah, appreciate that. Let me let me bow out on this one question. So, uh, uh, as far as the aesthetics of the book, I think I know, but I want to hear from you. Why why the dancing couple? Uh, 
Ro. Hello? Hello, Ro. Now I'm asking about the book. <laughs> I know, but she I don't know her call. She may she may have hit mute by accident. I can answer that. She used a dancing couple because in the tango you can't have two people leading. You know. Oh, okay. So okay. those are that's, that's a tango couple that she has right there. So all right, that's what's up. Let me let you get to the next call of coach, and uh, we'll uh, talk again, man. Absolutely, brother. Reach out to me, man, because I want to. I want to get. I a got man you on YouTube. Okay, I I got a man leads book club too that I want to get started in Atlanta. So I see you got a six seven eight number. If you're interested in doing something like that with the brothers in some of these barbershops, you know, just hit me up. Well, yeah, I, I reached. Uh, to you through the Facebook, and you give me the uh, the uh, three second sale on it, and uh, what's the aesthetics of it? Okay. Okay, bet. Just hit me on the inbox. All right, that works. All right, appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Peace. Bro, are you still on here? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. What happened? Your phone went out or something because he asked. What was about the dancing couple on the cover and why you picked it? But you know, I was here. I knew. Oh. Okay. We got we got we got one more caller. So keep your phone lit. We got seven minutes. So caller from the three one three from the Detroit area. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Uh, this is Rochelle, and I'm calling from Detroit. How you doing, Rochelle? I'm doing okay. Um, I caught. Hi, I just caught the um, middle of the show. I didn't hear everything, um, but I did hear her um, talk about um, the relationship as far as giving a man um, husband husband things, and you're not married. And so I I, I want to ask you: Are you saying that um, women should not have sex with men until they're engaged? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, because I haven't read your book yet. I'm going to get it. Okay, so. <laughs> wait a minute, oh, wow. wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ro, Ro did a quick yes, but Ro, aren't you, are, do you mean yes if you want to be married to him, or are you just saying don't have sex unless you're engaged? I'm sorry, say it again. Are you saying don't have sex if you plan to marry the man, then don't have sex until you're engaged. But if you what don't plan to marry... surprised. I have given this advice to a lot of women who are very surprised at how quickly men propose to them after they take this stand. But does it last, though? Does it last, like, if you tell me... Because like you said, the man, he's negotiating up until sex. She's negotiating up until marriage. If she says we're not having sex until un- unless you want to marry me and, and then you propose and then I propose and put a ring on the finger and then we start having sex, does, does that mean that I have to get married to her now? You're going to get married to her because you have a wedding date set. <laughs> you probably are because all the, um, the in-laws, the in-laws are involved. Okay, well, what do you say to a woman who's in her um, her forties? Um, there, are, you know, there's no in-laws. In-laws are deceased, and this woman in her forties does not have children, and she's not gonna have any children. Um, 
as far as the lineage and all of that, I mean, how do you, what do you do with that? You you have to have a lineage created in one way or another, whether they are nieces, oh, okay. um, nephews. Okay. We need to be oh, clear okay. that we are not just our one uh, mm-hmm. nuclear family. We Our families, our, our small okay. families and every household mm-hmm. is a part of a big unit. Oh, okay. Yeah, the light bulb went off as soon as you said nieces. I, I'm on you on that. So that's that's covered. So the sex thing, I, I just, okay, I have to... Um, I have to reevaluate what I've been doing for 25 years because I've been sleeping with every guy I've ever dated. And I, well, I'm not married, but <laughs> I wish I was. So <laughs> I guess I do have to reevaluate. I have to reevaluate after 25 years, though. But hey, something not working. Well, well, I don't know if Rose going to comment, but I just. I mean, I want to say it's better late than never. Like, it, it, it sounds cliche, but, you know, it's better late yeah, than never. Yeah. Than, than, yeah. Than if, if you want marriage, if you want marriage, then and it sounds like you do, then, yeah, you better reevaluate. But if you're happy with your situation, then you don't have to reevaluate. No. You know what I'm saying? No, Rose, I've never been happy with my situation. Oh, did you hear that, Ro? She said she's never been yeah, happy but, with her situation. I want to add that, you know, we need to make it clear to all modern, beautiful women that we need to make ourselves so attractive physically and emotionally. But don't forget the physical part. Men are visual creatures. This is never going to change. Oh, yeah, I'm on the one that look great and, and talk great and have a good conversation and be uh, nice and sweet to a uh, man. Yeah, nice and sweet. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Do you have the book, my dear? No, but I, I'm I plan on getting it. Okay, um, I just found whole, out about it yesterday. The whole picture is there. Yeah, I believe. So it. please do yourself a favor and get it. I cannot express to you enough that mm-hmm. whatever price you find is worth a million dollars. Okay, I just uh, a little sad because you know I ha- I am in a relationship and we are sexually active, but it, we ain't, we don't talk about marriage and this is kind of disheartening. But um, I'm gonna get on your book and get back to listening to the coach. I haven't listened to you in months, so I got to get back with you, my brother. Well, that's right. You know what? Come on in. Come on in. This ain't like this should this shouldn't even be a surprise to you that. I I ran into Roe, which looked like an accident, but we know it's not. So this is right up, right. this is right up the alley. So come on back in. You've been out there in the field long enough. Let's get on back in here and get you straight. Get right. the book. Okay. Order yeah, the book. Well, I thank the sister. I thank the sister, and I love the fact you study other cultures. That's that's really cool. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, be blessed. Thank you for calling. Oh, you're welcome. All right, all right, all right. I know Ro has to go. She said she got to get up out of here. Do not hang up, though. If you still have your hand raised, coach is going to get to you. Ro has to step out the building. She got some obligations that she got to handle tonight. I do see two more people raise their hand in the, you know, in the meantime. So we're still going to honor you and your question or your comment or your feedback. 
So I definitely appreciate everybody. Ro, please tell them where they can go and get the book at tonight. You know, last week we had a problem, but I just went over to Amazon and seen, you know, that's being corrected. So where can they get the book at? Yeah, you can go to Amazon.com or you can go to Square Up or you can just Google Ro Cutno, C-U-T-T-N-O, Square, and the book will pop up. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And don't let somebody borrow it either because it's a wrap. I'm going to tell you that now. You can put your name in the front of it, on the side of it, and all that. But if you let somebody borrow it, you better make sure you put a tracking device in it. That's all I'm going to say. Or just hold $20 from them until they bring it back. Then that way they'll bring it back. So, mm-hmm. all righty. Well, thank um, you. Next, oh, it has been my esteemed pleasure. Um, we're going to do next week. I'm a surprise roll real quick before she goes. Next week's topic, everyone, is finding the perfect man. I had to hold Roe off on that one. She wanted to do that one three weeks ago. But I'm going to let her loose next week. She's going to just go. Just she's you got all, all week to get ready for this topic, even though she doesn't need but five minutes. But next week, we're going to be talking about how to get and keep the perfect man and what he looks like and describing him and all of that. Roe, you ready for that? I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. So um, callers are still popping up as usual, like I thought. So thank you, Ro. You know, if you want to hang around for a minute, but I know you got to go. I'm going to answer these other two calls, and um, we will definitely, I will see you in the whirlwind, as we say over here, you know, in some of, between some of my large brothers. I see you in, I see you in the whirlwind because it's always going to be That's right. Fantastic voyage. All right everybody, y'all say bye to Bye. She got to turn in, she got to get her beauty rest. All right. Call her from the 438. Call her from the 438-396. Your mic is Hello. Down. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, I'm calling all the way from Montreal, Canada. Montreal! What's up? Montreal. Oh, boy. <laughs> I wish Rose was there because I couldn't believe what she said. Oh, well, what, what is it that you couldn't believe she said? This is going to be... She, she basically be- said that she wants the man... If she a woman meets a man, that basically she's telling the woman to make the man wait and get her to marry you before we have sex? Really? Are she we really going to start playing this game? She said engaged. Really? She said engaged. She didn't say marriage. Engaged or whatever. Are we really going to play that game? Hey, men are proposing when women say that. No, some men are. Some men are not. Some men are going to say, why should you play that game? In that case, what's the card that we have? Oh, you got the card. You always got a card. That's the thing. Why keep playing? No, we don't. What card do we have? If we're going to start playing that game, which is a game that a lot of women do, if you want to get engaged to somebody, why don't women do what they need to do and show to the men that they're so special and so worth it? Instead of playing the game and saying, you know what, let me keep the sex aside and get him by that way. Why don't you show as a woman that you're worthy? Why don't you show that you're a great person? Why don't you show by being generous? Why don't you? There's so many ways that women could show to a man that he's worth it. 
Why don't you show it by being by being kind and this and that, but being somebody that you can look at with his friends and say, yo, this girl is really exceptional. Wow. Uh... There's 20 hundred ways instead of having said, because if you want to start playing that game, that's a game. Yes, men are attracted to sex, and I'm sorry to say, no man that, is, that wants to get married, engage with somebody that he doesn't know that sexually is not working. And we're playing a game, and everything is being fundamental. And the fundamental sex is part of it, but fundamental is the other part too. That's a game. That's a game that a lot of women are using basically to say to a man, oh, I'm going to make you think that you're going to have sex with and I'm going to use you and everything. Why don't we talk about that, which a lot of women do too. We're going to start playing that game. <laughs> well, you got to look at it. You're looking at it from your angle. I don't feel that it's a game. Like if a female is very serious and she says it, then it's not a game. But if a female, if a female says it and she's not serious, then I agree with you. It's a game. But, you know, you're talking about somebody. Remember, the show is about women who want to be in happily married uh, relationships. So if yes. a woman wants but to be they have woman, to look at themselves and find out how come they're not in a happy relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, we, one we thing, all... that's one thing that women, it has nothing to do with sex. It has nothing to do with this and that. You can bring the sex as much as you want and everything, and you can even go there. It has nothing to do with sex. It has to do with you looking yourself in the mirror and saying, am I a giver or am I just a taker, which a lot of women are. A lot of women say, I'm giving, giving, giving. No, you're not. You're giving, expecting something back to get it back, something from the man. You're not giving by giving. You're trading. Hey, look now. We're saying right now, a lot of it is gospel, but it's not for every woman. It's not across the board, but I definitely know women that fit exactly what you're saying. So I, I, you're not going to get no argument from me, but I can't just jump in and say, yes, all women trade, all women play a game. And I'm definitely not going to say all men have to have some card that they can play. To me, a stand-up dude comes in and talks, talks about lineage. If I'm talking about lineage and that's what I'm interested in and looking at generational um, my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, which that's exactly how men are designed. And then a woman says, um, you know what, I don't want to have sex until I'm engaged. I'm cool with that. Now, me personally, if I'm having sex with a woman and we are, we're not engaged, I'm not beefing about that either. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, she's not marriage material because we're already having sex and we're not engaged. I mean, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? But if, 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 like she says, the woman really wants to get married, women, so I'm going to take what the caller is saying from Montreal. Listen, if you're not ready to get married, don't do that. I'm with him. If you're not ready to get married, do not sit there and holler. Put a ring on it. Okay? Beyonce was ready to get married when she made the song, put a ring on it. She's married to Jay-Z now. That's not a game. She didn't she she wasn't bluffing to get something out of Jay-Z. She they probably were having sex before they got engaged. She got engaged and she got married. Okay, that's cool. Hey, 
And maybe Beyonce was being nice and kind and cordial because Jay-Z could have got a lot of women as well. Maybe Beyonce was super nice, super friendly, super classy, super things, and I could go through the list before going there. And that's the oh. thing a lot of women don't go, what, what happens to being a lady? What happens to being generous? What happens to being feminine? You okay, want to get look, a man to marry you? Be feminine. Look, look, don't be a man. I got to say this. I got to say this, too, because this is what it sounds like. It sounds like you've listened to the show, but you haven't read the book because there's an entire section in the book on what the women should be doing as far as being feminine, being kind, touching her man, not talking her man to death, watching what she says, giving her man blowjobs. There's an entire, like a third of the book is on that particular subject. So... You know, if you haven't read the book yet, you can't just come in and say what you heard a piece of tonight. Like, we're not reading the book page by page. The show isn't that long. No, 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 no. I was just shocked that she said that. But if she read, I'm sure if she put that in the book, but I think that part of the book is more important than the sexual game. Because the sexual game, <laughs> men and women have been playing that game for a long, long time. And like you said, well, I think you said it. What happened after that? Let's say you have sex and you did get engaged, and you find out, whoops, she's not that good. Well, you're gonna go back to the woman and say, take out the, the engagement ring. I don't want to be with you. Uh, maybe. I can't say yes or no, but maybe. I, I, I haven't. I haven't got there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, there aren't enough women who've read the book yet, and you know, I'm not particularly mad. But did you hear the part that Rose said men are not going to marry women unless they feel they can take care of them emotionally and financially? Did you hear that part of the show? Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Well, if, then, a, if a man is not financially able to take care and doesn't have his money right, he's not going to go there because he wants to have a sense of duty of being sure to everything. Like me, I'm, I'm working hard in my business. And I'm not living with my girlfriend because I'm working hard on my business, on my shit and everything. And I told her the truth. And I told her, look, until this is not done, until the financial doesn't go to that point, I'm not going to live with you and depend on you. I want to make sure that the financial for me is going well, and then I'll step up to that point. But if the man doesn't feel that his money is right, he's not going to get engaged to you. Well, well, okay, financially taking care of a woman, does not mean my money is right. And it definitely does not mean my money is that I make more money than her. That's what the show about was about tonight. Some women think that if a man does not make more money than me, then he can't be the leader, which I totally disagree with. I don't I have disagree to with that. I don't have to make more money than my woman, but I have to be concerned with lineage. And my, if my woman makes let's say I marry um an actress from, you know, who's already Holly Berry. Oh, that's a bad example. Let me say Serena Let me say Serena, Serena Williams. Let's say me and Serena Williams get married. It's a good chance that, you know, I'm not going to make as much money as she does per year for a long time. But can I take care of her? Financially doesn't mean um, I'm just going to, well, really, that's going to be out of the window. She's already taking care of financially. I, yeah, of course. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to help uh, massage her legs and make sure her backswing is good and make sure she's focused on the match. 
that's taking care of her financially because what she does and what she loves to do is, you know, the money's not even an object. So, like she said, there's got to be a connection emotionally for women, and men need to look at that part first, you know what I'm saying, but not look at the number of zeros for, you know, how many, you know, what what are my capabilities of taking care of a, of a woman? That's how I feel. No, I agree. I agree. And, and and it's not because the woman gets more money. And a lot of some women think about that. I get more money than men, so I'm the leader. <laughs> no, that doesn't change. The leader is still the man. That doesn't change if you got more money and everything. If you can't let your man lead you, then that's not the man right for you to be married or engaged to. Period. It won't work. <laughs> it exactly. won't work. I, I, I've never seen a marriage working when the man was like, it didn't work. After a while, one time, the guy would, would wake up and say, no more. <laughs> it didn't work. Well, now, you, now, now you're getting where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're getting... You, you're getting, you're definitely getting where I'm coming from, and that's what we're doing this show is so people can have the manual and we can have an open forum to discuss it. So I definitely appreciate you for calling in tonight. Your Thank you for taking my call, time. and uh, I will definitely call a little bit earlier because I'm sure there's some stuff that Rose said that was very interested, but that part of the game of the sex, that's when I called, and I was like, oh, boy, I need to call for that one. Too many so look, games are playing with that one. So check it out. You got to go and listen to the beginning of the show. Just go to... And that's what I'm going to do. I'm, that's what okay. I'm going to do. That's what I'm gonna so do. and it comes... It, we're on every Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. And if you missed the show, just go to manleadsradio.info and it'll take you to this show for the rest of the week. So that link takes you to this show for six days and then I update it until the next show. All right? Okay. All right. You have Thanks a great a night and everything. Great show. And please continue. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome, baby. Caller from the 337-251-4170. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, good evening, Kaya. This is Naima. I'm calling from Louisiana. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for calling in tonight. Uh, have you been enjoying the show? Yes, I have. I didn't um, catch the beginning of it, though, because I had company at my house. But I'm going to go back and listen to the rest tomorrow, probably. Okay. But, um, I have a question. I really wish I could have called in while we was still on because of something that she said that made me press one. Um. She said something that really resonated with me. She said, don't treat your boyfriend like your husband. And, like, that's advice I give to girlfriends and women that I consult all the time. I tell them, never treat somebody that you're just dating like they're your boyfriend and don't treat your boyfriend like they're your husband. But I was talking to a friend of mine, a man, last week, and I was just telling them about how things were for me in my when I was in my early 20s. There was this period of time where it seemed like, Every time I would leave my house, some man who didn't know me, I'd be in the grocery store or the mall or pumping gas or something like that. And they would just come up to me and make these offers like, 
you're so beautiful. Let me pay your rent. Or, you know, I'll buy you a car. I even had one offer to get me a condo one time. And my friend told me that, you know, and I turned them all down because, you know, at that time I was like, well, I don't want to give a man the impression that I can, all he has to do is just say he has a certain amount of money or he's going to do something for me and bam, he has me. Like, I'm just like, well, how, how do you, how does he feel comfortable with, you know, just offering me all these things and the only thing you know about me is my name. And he, he told me that, you know, I was stupid for passing up all these offers and I was just wondering what was your opinion on it? In a way, I, I'm not going to say stupid, but I'm saying you are not a good receiver. Because when you yeah, think I'm working on. things come to you when you deserve it. And see, a lot of women, you got, you got these different, you got, you got different degrees of women. They say, well, um, if you ain't putting no money on it, then you can't hit this. Then you got women saying, um, we got to get to know each other. But then you got some women that think, well, if he's giving me money, he's buying sex from me, or he expects something in return. If he didn't communicate it and he's trying to give you something, then be a good receiver because everything comes from God through people. It comes from God through people. So if he was going to give you a car or pay your rent, then obviously you deserved it some sort of way. And if you didn't want to have sex with him, then what? It's a gift. In the United no, States, in the United although States, although I was gonna have to have sex with these men, like, and that's the thing, like, I, I've I've always been highly intuitive, and I could just pick up on, you know, their energy, and I was just like, something about them, just not quite right. And then some of them were people who I actually knew, and I knew their behaviors, and I was just like, nah, we, it's not gonna work. I already know, but did they did they tell you they were going to? Get, that they were giving you money so they can have sex with you. Did they say that? Not directly, but you know, it what, was the, the way. No, what? No, no. What did? What did they say? I'm not asking for your body language or their body language. What did they say exactly that made you think, or that they insinuated? How did they insinuate that they were giving you money for sex? And was it all of them? Yeah, it was all of them because they were, it was all of them. They were like, well, you know, you I want, you take care of me and I'm going to take care of you. And nobody listen, ever just came but, out directly and said, you know. Yeah, but listen, but listen, but uh-huh. listen, you, you assumed it was sex. Men are built to provide because he gave you some money and, and you're going to give him some sex. It doesn't mean you are in love with him. It doesn't make you a prostitute. But if you say, yo, I can give you some nurturing by touching you on your back or listening to you, but I ain't having sex with you, and if he takes the money and going about his business, that's on him. But what about the men who go to the strip club and they just making it rain? They end up giving up hundreds and thousands of dollars every night, but they're not having sex with the women. They're taking care of the women, and the women are taking care of them. But they yeah, ain't have, point. But they ain't having sex with them. Men, that's a, that's at the beginning of the show. Roe talked about this whole show. Men are designed to provide, and that doesn't make you a sucker either. 
And y'all can go back and tell Cheyenne the Liberator I said that. Because men are designed <laughs> to provide and protect. And that doesn't make you a sucker. You a sucker if you don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And if you hear it and then try to go against the natural instinct, men are designed to protect. And when you think that men, w- women don't need protection, then you need to definitely, you are not the shining example of what a relationship should look like. Because women need all types of protection. Like the woman who's making $300,000 or half a million dollars a year, she needs protection from charlatans who are trying to get her money. Ain't nobody trying to, uh, uh, everybody's not trying to have sex with her. They're trying to get that money out of her. So that's what right. the lawyers have to do to protect her money, whether it's a male or a female. But that's just a whole other story. You need to work on being a better receiver. And when you see a man's trying to give you some money, then he's that's his natural instinct. It's his natural instinct to want to have sex. It's a natural instinct for a woman to want money. It's a natural instinct for a woman to have a stash of money. So you should have a you should have a stash of money somewhere. And you should be having sex. Doesn't mean you should be having sex with every man that you are um that you meet. But you still got to get clear on what it is that you want. Stop a lot of people get confused in situations because they confused in the first place. You going if if you confused in the first place, then you're going to you're going to stay in confusing situations. You're going to keep on right. attracting you're going to keep on attracting confusing situations. Okay. So, well, I, I totally agree. And that's something I've been working on this year, just learning how to, you know, be more open and just receive things and, you know, learn how to ask people for things. And then another thing was about that time period for me was like I was having some serious problems with stalkers. So I, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, Lord, what if I'm getting this man and he does all these things for me? And then it doesn't work out and I want to leave and he tries to kill me. You know, I've had that happen to me uh, several times when I was in my late teens and early 20s. So that was another issue to me. I didn't want, you know, no fatal attraction type of stuff to start going on. Because, you know, this man is upset because he, he feels as if he done paid for me and now I'm just leaving. But, um, oh, and another question I had, okay, so about waiting until you're engaged. Like, I, I can, I totally get with that and I don't have any issues with it, but, like, I've heard a lot of men say when they heard women who have said, who have said things like this, well, you're not still a virgin. What you saving? Like, what? Why? Why? Is, like, people have to have this idea. Like, the only <laughs> if you're not a virgin, it's not really worth it for you to wait until sex to have marriage. And I was just wondering, what was your opinions on that? This whole virginity idea. Oh, you know, that's just dude shooting game. I don't even pay that. I don't even pay that no attention about you know. You know, this he just he just he just wants he just he just wants some he just wants some milk without having to get the cow. What you gotta do is start determining what is your ideal man so you can attract them. See, you you and a lot of women are classic examples of I'm not clear on what it is that I want, so 
I get confusion when I go out. The clearer you get, the clearer man you get. The better you get at saying what you want, then the better you get at attracting it. But if your ideal man ain't written down, it's just like your ideal job or your ideal amount of money. If it's not written down, then you don't deserve it. And for someone who does right. rituals, it's, you, you need to equate that to a ritual. Writing it down or saying it is a part of your ritual. So get up on oh. Oh, I have. At the beginning, I told you before, at the beginning of the year, I did that. And I noticed, like, more and more, like, I'm meeting men there. Like, each one I meet is just is a little bit more closer to what I have written down on that sheet of paper that I have on my altar. And, like, one of the things I had on there was a man who could provide for me financially because, you know, I, even though my parents, um, are together, and I watch my daddy provide for my mom, and he still does it. Like I, I got these other ideas. I didn't really, really just start paying attention to my parents' relationship until like maybe the past couple of years. When I'm listening to my girlfriends and deciding, oh, you don't need no man. You can do it all by yourself. No, you can't. You can't do anything by yourself. Independence is is really a, a myth because we're all interdependent on each other. We all need somebody for something. And that that's the thing I've been working on this year, realizing that, you know, I can't do it by myself. I wasn't meant to do it by myself and I'm working on whew, finding somebody who is in line with the goals that I have for my life. I'm going to have to do a whole show about the word find. You you ladies, you you never find the right man. Let me let that sink in. You ain't going to ever find the right man. You ain't supposed to find the right man. You're thinking like a, you're thinking like a man every time you say that. The man's supposed uh-huh. to come to you. That's the Cinderella. That's the Cinderella story. This this. Let me ask you two questions. Did Cinderella know that was her shoe that the prince had at the castle? Yes or no? Yes. Did she go to the castle to claim it? No, she did not. Well, and the rest of the story is history, correct? That is right. Well, then you need to get on your Cinderella then. You need to get on your Cinderella. <laughs> Stop thinking ridiculous. You know, quit thinking like a man. You you and Steve Harvey need to get a divorce. Oh, uh, negative. I, ugh, I, ugh. If you're using the word, if you're using the word, find a man. This is for everybody listening. If you're using the word, I got to find a man, you're married to Steve Harvey. I just said it. Okay, so the correct terminology would be just to magnetize attract. one, attract. attract. Okay, attract. Gotcha. Soon as you, soon as you, soon as you realize that you are a magnet, you're gonna start winning. It's like duck. You know what? That's true. Cause I've been telling myself I'm a money magnet, and I've been getting money. So okay, I'll I'll just apply the same principle to men. Okay. Plain and simple, but the right you. man. But the right man. The right man. The right man. Oh, the right yes. man. The man that. Oh, also that little piece of paper that you got written on there on the on the uh, on your altar. Mm-hmm. If it, you you need to treat it like a pair of underwear and they need to stay fresh. If you wrote it down six months ago, ain't nobody want no six month old underwear. 
Actually, I just said that I was going to revise. I was going to do updated, like, this week. I'm so serious. Voila. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. I've been planning a ritual for it, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but stop taking. I mean, that's cool. But it should be a every it should be a everyday thing. It should be a every it should be a everyday thing. It shouldn't be I got to do such a big thing and make it a big 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 ritual. Rituals got to be in your everyday life. Point blank period. Okay. I got you. Good. There we go. Good. I want to hear back. I want to hear back from you next Wednesday on the progress report. Oh, okay. You give me a homework assignment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't just come on here and listen to my show and think you can just, you know what I'm saying? Just, this ain't this ain't entertainment. Yeah. For those of you who think this is entertainment, hang up the phone. This is this the wrong this ain't the I'm the wrong one. My man this shouts out to my man Gershom said he was taking notes. My man Gershom said he was taking notes. So like, he, oh, he said he had, he said he had his notepad out. That's the highest honor somebody could give me. If they're they're listening to the show, taking notes and doing the work and buying the book, you know what I'm saying? Get some money and get the book. The book's $17. It was $13 last week. It's $3 shipping. It's $20. People tell me, oh, $20. I ain't got $20. I say, how much is is a happy relationship worth to you? And I'll leave it at How much is a happy relationship worth? That's priceless. Like, you can't put no value, no monetary value on that. There you go. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I'm getting ready to um, shut it down tonight. um, I might be getting hungry. I want something sweet to eat or or whatever. But I'm getting ready to get up out of here. I'm so happy that you called in. Thank you for supporting Coach Kyer. Please post the link on your Facebook page or your Twitter or your whatever means you know. You know, write it in your hand. Take a picture of it and send it to somebody. (laughs) <laughs> www.manleadsradio.info. This show is being recorded. It's live and direct. If somebody wants to see the video, if you want to see what I look like tonight and you listen to the show, go to coachkyer.com and it's broadcasting live right now. And then the video is going to be up for a whole week. So all you got to do is go over to Coach Kyer, check out the video. Pow out. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. And I'm going to share it with Go on and share it. I've been taking a social media hiatus, but I'll go and share it. Go on there and share your link just for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the information. Good All right. night. Goodbye. Thank you so much. And the hits just keep on coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been listening to manleadsradio.info. Right here with Coach K. Roe Cutno. She had to go out and get take care of some personal business a little early tonight. Hey, 12 o'clock. Some people don't stay up that late. So, you know, it's a wrap. All right? Please, I want to reiterate, if you need to check with a cosmic connection, if you need to check a person out using the stars, go to Coach K Astrology. Right now, CoachKAstrology.info. Fill out the form. I get in contact with you tomorrow. We'll set up an appointment. We'll make this thing pop, okay? You need to get the book, Man Leads. Man Leads, Follows, Everyone Wins. Then call in and give us some commentary. A mentee, 
the astrologer. Big shouts out to my peer group. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I'm hanging with me all the way to the end. Um, she said it good. She said it very well. Like, why make some commentary about something and you ain't even got the book and read it yet? You know, so big shouts out to everybody who got the book, who already read it and who tuned in tonight to give us their feedback. I really appreciate you. I love y'all. Uh, next week, don't forget, Wednesday, 10 o'clock, finding, keeping, and what the perfect man looks like. That's going to be interesting. You know, must going to be a show all about me. Yeah. Ah, I just be feeling confident. I mean, hey, it's my show. I'm the HNIC. I, yeah, right, right. You know, hey, swole head, whatever you want to say, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people love it, too. Ain't no woman want no man who ain't confident, neither. She wants a man who has some success. If you read the book, a woman wants a man who has had some success in his life and accomplishments and a man who's confident. That's a healthy dude. I'm a healthy dude. I'm a healthy king. I'm a healthy God man. Get it in your brain, all right? Um, also, check out my site, relaxationisthekey.info. If you got a contact me directly for something. You need to send me a text. Uh, the number is 336-587-1215. Big shouts out to everybody on my Moon Magic 28 crew. If you want to get ready for that, um, it's opening back up uh, August the 17th. Probably open back up August the 16th. But if you want to come in, go over and check out the video, find out what uh, Moon Magic works. MoonMagic28.info is all about See why so many people are joining it and using the 28-day moon calendar to get in line with their leadership skills or their feminine skills to take it to another level. And their money, honey, champagne to the campaign. You feel me? All right. What song are we going to take it out with tonight? I may be feeling a little a little jiggerish. That, that, that means Jay-Z. I could hit y'all with this right here, though, you know. Or, maybe, yeah, because it was a great show. Right. Celebrate the times. That's what we do here. Oh, Holly Song. Yeah.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.